You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. I don't like I don't this here this town. town. I don't this town's this town's Settle down. Settle down, everyone. Uh, let's start this town hall meeting. Uh, who's all here? Frank? Mr. Mayor. Bob? Sure. Good. That's everyone. I call this town hall meeting because I believe this town has burned too many witches. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, here we go again. Not this, this malarkey again. Okay, hear me out. We put over 273 people on trial for being witches. And we've convicted and killed over 273 people. This town only had 300 people in it. There are so few of us left, most of the people have fled out of fear. Or they fled because they were witches. Think about it. Just saying. It's probable. Sure, that could be a possibility, but uh, I think we have to come up with a new strategy for determining who is or who is not a witch. Well, what's wrong with how we do things now? We accuse someone of being a witch, and then we light them on fire. If they burn, they were probably a witch. Mm -hmm. Yes, but humans also catch fire. Therefore, it isn't a very fair test at all. I mean, I don't know about that, but I'll tell you this. You know what one I like? I like when we throw them in the river, and if they sink, well, they were probably a witch. Right. Sure. Uh, But in that case, we shouldn't chain huge rocks to them. Well, do you want them to fly away on us? They're witches, you fool. Mm -hmm. We don't know that for sure. We really do have bad tests, like the one where we put a witch hat on a person's head, and if they look like a witch... We set him on fire. I don't see a problem with that test at all. That's a good one. That's a great test. We should, because literally everyone looks like a witch with a witch hat on. Hmm. Observe. I have this here hat, and I'm putting it on. Oh, my God, he's a witch. Look and burn him. See? I'm not a witch. Where'd the witch go? That's the problem. I'm I'm just going to set this hat down on this chair. Oh, hey, that chair is a witch. Burn it. Oh, no, my God. No, no, no. It's, it's a chair. Oh, that's it. I, I'm going to bring up our worst witch test. Stopping someone on the street and saying real fast, which says what? And then they say, what? And we burn him. Well, I don't know. I don't that's know. a fine like test. That's hmm. even... <clears throat> which says what? I'm not falling for that. I see. The system works. You're not a witch, but we should burn that chair just to be safe. Witch or not, I don't trust that chair. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Has anyone here actually seen a witch or have a witch do them harm? What? Uh... I mean, I burned my tongue on some hot soup. Pretty sure it was a witch. Yeah, I burned my foot in some hot soup. Definitely a witch. Sounds like the two of you have a problem with eating soup. Well, maybe. Uh, well, How about the next time we accuse someone of being a witch, we have them perform magic to prove their guilt? Mm. Or, how about this? We burn them. No, damn it. Okay, okay, how about this? Instead of burning them, how about we light them on fire? No, that's still burning people. Okay, well, how about this? All right, so we get some matches, right? No, hear me out. Mr. Mayor, come on. Anyways, we got these matches. Right, so then we, we like we tap them to a stake or something, like a wooden stake, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, not important. And then we put some straw at their feet, right? Why straw? I don't know, flammable, maybe. Yeah, maybe I guess way. I don't know. And then we hold a match real close and burn them. Oh, well, that's, that's a it. Great that's a great idea, idea Mister. Well, I like that. No, 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 no that ideas. was not my idea. You know what? I don't care. Screw this town. I'm out of here. Where's my broom? What? what? I. <laughs> I mean, because uh, I need to sweep my cauldron. What? Wait, so wait, what? I, what? No, see, I, I mean, 
colder sack. Okay. Oh, that's fair. So right. I'll be taking my hat. Uh, so that's your hat? No, no, not my hat. Just a witch hat. Wait, so it's a witch hat. Or a regular hat. Okay. Okay, I'm off. I'm going to need my spell book. Spell book? Oh, wait, wait, uh, no, no. I mean spelling bee book. Like, right. a, like, a, like a dictionary? Yes. Uh, that's it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, I was a witch the whole time. Bye. Well, well, there didn't he, hear what he said there, but there you go. Pretty sure that guy wasn't a witch. Mm-hmm. So, should we burn each other? I already or? started. What? Frank. Wow, all right. Oh, wow, welcome. That wasn't as good as previous weeks. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> was, was better good? than it's okay, ever maybe been. you're right. I, if it was bad, it was you. Uh, yeah, it was. I was uh, on point. You were on top of I it, I nailed man. it. Welcome to episode 42, everybody, of Best Friends Podcast here on Never Sleeps Network. Thank you to our sponsors, Humber School of Comedy. Mm-hmm. And, and Toronto Sketch Fest. Toronto Sketch Fest, of course. <laughs> yeah, for this week. March 1st to 11th. Go check it out. Oh, it's going to be crispy. <laughs> but this week, our, it's our 42nd episode. Yeah, with our super special guest. Craig Lejean. Thanks for having me, guys. You guys blew the bank on the band for that opening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love it. I told you. I told you it was good. It was good? It was awesome. So we got Craig here. Um, so thanks so much for coming in. Yeah. Uh, Royal Canadian Air Force Winnipeg oh. Comedy Festival. Winnipeg Air Force too. Yeah, the Winnipeg yeah, Air yeah. Force. Winnipeg yeah. Air Force. Is <laughs> smaller than the national. <laughs> than the national still, one. It's pretty good. They got two planes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is kind of cool because this is the first time we've had like a guest that we didn't really even know. So what, what's uh, how did you get started in comedy and stuff? Yeah, man. Where did it all start for you? About you? Um, I started. I did improv in high school. I was in art, like drawing. Ooh art class and my friend Steve Carroll was doing improv and I used to make him laugh in class all the time and he was like you should come out to try out for the improv team and uh, I was pretty shy and when he explained to me what improv was I was like are you out of your mind there's no possible way I could do that and eventually he talked me into it and I I went and the first and even even initially it was just the six of us in a room with nobody for eight months as we prepared for the uh, improv Olympics ah, but then right the on. first time I walked out and got a reaction Action from the crowd i was like oh my god and then i was done i thought i was in the band i played football <laughs> and hockey i did all the stuff i stopped everything to to keep acting and, and do comedy this was in ottawa it was in ottawa yeah and your name's your buddy's name was steve carell by the way what did you no, say steve carroll okay. oh my god i was like what? just having like a little steve subtle Carole. name drop yeah. my buddy you know, steve carell because <laughs> he would have been huge in the improv too no, i was yeah, like well, i'm no. sorry what no steve uh steve carroll he's a he's a ginger that lives in ottawa and uh, <laughs> this is first I'll, I'll keep an eye out. There's not many. Yeah, but he, yeah, he, he talked me into it. So I uh, and then my first drama teacher in high school, Mrs. Flaherty, was uh, Katie Flaherty, who actually lives in Toronto. Now. She uh, made me fall in love with it, and I yeah. And then I moved to Toronto, started doing a sketch with uh, Jen Goodhue, who's a writer for oh, yeah. uh, for Baroness, and she's an ex. Um, alum from second city and my buddy max who runs a cool hunting company now we started doing sketch and i pretty much have been doing sketch and improv ever since i have a sketch troupe uh, or an improv troupe story called tonto's nephews we all have first nations backgrounds oh what that yeah. is crazy 
I'm, yeah. uh, oh man, you you named somebody. So who, oh yeah, your buddy has a cool hunting shop. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, it's that's like what a company. Not one of the lame. Yeah, as opposed to the lame shops. ones. Yeah. Well, they used to be called Trend Hunters, but they they changed it to Cool Hunters. Oh, cool. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, they try and follow the Did their trends. business. Like so, you've got quadruple? some crappy company that uh, doesn't speak to teens or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and they tell you how to uh, how to bring in teens as your customers or oh it's like a pr person that actually comes in yeah and tells but you it's, how more, to be cool? it's about how to it's about how to market to the group that you want or the cool people we should change oh, our man. name to cool of friends yeah morning. come on I, I don't know how to market yeah. to cool people but yeah, vest called vest are friends. Not <laughs> vest super friends. cool definitely people, i mean i mean i wouldn't say they're not super cool i'm like i mean yeah. i think we're getting Undershirts. to the cool kids <laughs> undershirts yeah, are pretty true. cool tap out shirts we can be tap out of friends yeah yeah <laughs> yeah tap out of friends would be solid that, that would yeah, be, good. be, almost be a good too uh, cool. endorsement too we should start wearing um like padded gloves <laughs> okay. those are cool right <laughs> cut off See, fingers this is why we need yeah, those people yeah, yeah we need these pr people i mean we, we should cut off our fingers is that what you said no we, you know fingerless gloves oh fingerless gloves those padded, I was like, like, man, like i don't want to be that cool <laughs> i don't want to cut off my fingers man <laughs> hey man sacrifice it for the art yes you're right yeah. Jeez, this guy doesn't want to sacrifice anything for the art no you got to do the sacrificing for the art <laughs> sorry, man. slaughter a goat and then uh, man you're in slaughter a goat what kind of first? sacrifice oh i see what you're saying Jesus, I have to sacrifice a goat for this art. Well, that's yeah. all pretty cool, man. Like that that's cool. that, that's pretty crazy. You started doing improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's a that's a common trend, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of, uh, oh. Yeah, for sketch, I think for sure. I did yeah. like no improv. Yeah, you I went, actually like, right did into zero sketch. I did all improv. sketch comedy in, oh, yeah. in high school. I, we, I started doing sketch comedy with my friends in high school. We in high sketch school? shows. Yeah. Where did you go to high school? Went to high school at uh, Coburg District Collegiate Institute East. East, CDCI baby. East. 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 Collegiate Institute West. In yeah, there was, a, there was a West. Wow. There was a West, and they suck. They're closed yeah, down. Yeah, that's why they closed. Yeah, yeah West yeah. sucks. It's just like <laughs> Friday Night Lights, man. I, I get you. Yeah, so I did sketch, right? So like, but I feel like a lot of people. You did improv too, right? I did improv in Calgary first. I think before doing stand up. Yeah, Loose yeah, Moose. Yeah. When the spinoff of Loose Moose was called the Improv Guild. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so about, yeah, I think oh, I feel, yeah. I'm the, one of the rare ones who didn't do a lot of improv. Yeah, not, yeah. I don't think there was any. There was no sketch I could do in Calgary. It just at the makes time. Mark and I a little bit better than you, probably. Yeah, I think so. That, actually, I mean, I yeah. think I think that is the trend because <laughs> like now when I try to improvise, I can't. Right. For example, You're like no and no, <laughs> and, no and no and no and. So he's like kind of advancing the scenes. So everyone's like, wait, what? Slightly <laughs> advancing the scene. Why are you giving us? Hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah, I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes, yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow, well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Uh, this is a, a segment of the podcast that we do every single week, and it's brought to us by the Humber School of Comedy, yeah. and it's called What's, what's Your Dumbest, Dumbest Sketch? Oh, what's <laughs> my dumbest sketch? Everyone's face always lights up. I know. People are like, yeah, okay. Like, Ooh. My dumbest. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know if it was. 
when I first started doing sketch with uh, <laughs> with Jen and Max, well, I'll tell you first. The dumbest thing about it was our very first name, and this is when back when the computers and the internets was just starting. Kids, <laughs> uh, we thought it was hilarious because uh, all this stuff was going on about uh, OJ, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and man. the internet was just kind of starting out as a thing that everybody had. We were called uh, www.funny.com. Wow. Yeah. But we didn't own the domain yet because yeah. we didn't know about it. And uh, when we were like, hey, we should probably check that out. And it was a pizza company that had it. Oh, uh, so then we changed our name to the Willies. And we we had to make sure, and nobody ever got it right, but we'd always say to introduce us saying, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Willies. Or ladies oh, and gentlemen, we right. give you the Willies. Yeah. Yeah. And they never did. Oh. They just said, ladies and gentlemen, the Willies. Yeah, for sure. But our dumbest mm-hmm. sketch, uh, we did this one about... Uh, uh, Mother Teresa and the no, that was uh, <laughs> it was called Colon Blow, and it was about uh, colon colon coffee. Sorry, colon right. blow was messing up. Yeah. Uh, colon coffee. It was about this uh, coffee that gave you diarrhea. <laughs> Hilarious, <laughs> right? exclusively. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a, you know, it was a weight loss thing, I think. And it was uh, a commercial for it. Yeah, it was like a yeah, yeah, yeah. commercial. People smiling. And- yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, colon coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's that that's that classic. Yeah, you got, you got any sketch where you talk about diarrhea? I'm on board. Yeah, we don't have any. Oh yeah, we have a diarrhea. Joke. Yeah, absolutely, we, we yeah, have a diarrhea. We can't do that for the podcast because it involves songs. But uh, if you're checking us out live, yeah, make the come request. See our, <laughs> come see our diarrhea joke that involves songs. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our segment. What's, What's your, your dumbest, dumbest sketch? sketch? Thanks, man. Thanks for doing oh, that. No problem. Thanks so much. Uh, really quick, I want to talk about this, guys, because I just quit this job. I, I worked this week at a news agency. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, uh, it was awful. Like, really? It was super racist and everything. What? I, yeah, and it went to air that way. It was crazy. I got it all on record. You want to hear it? it you have it on record? I have a record. I have a you, vinyl. That's crazy. Yeah, I had a vinyl out of it. That's Man, how accurate this was. work too hard on this I thing. know. I love this podcast. All right. Yeah, anyway, sure. Let's You guys want to hear this? I would love to hear let's it. Let's do this. Uh, hello, sir. We're ready for you at the anchor desk. Very good. So, what's in the news today? Uh, actually, we have a bunch of Aboriginal stories lined up that none of the other news agencies are running with. Careful there, son. <laughs> I think the proper term is... Uh, oh, right. Uh, First Nations or Indigenous or... Redskin. Like the NFL team. Actually, sir, this year there's been numerous protests against the team's name. The U.S. Patent Office canceled their trademark saying it was disparaging to natives. That's ridiculous. Where does it end? Are we supposed to stop calling them the Cleveland Indians, too? Yeah, you definitely should. Edmonton Eskimos? Yeah, all of it. Well, the Cleveland Indians especially, have they've stopped using their cartoon logo of Chief Wahoo on players' uniforms, so... Oh, that's that's too bad. I love that grinning little bastard. Jesus. Hey, can I still say Indian giver? No, you can't say that. Look, sir, terms like Indian giver and wagon burner, these are offensive, especially redskin. Don't say that. Oh, color me embarrassed. I'm a little red in the face. Indigenous. Indigenous in the face. Whoa, okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, moving on. Uh, in entertainment news, it's been a big year in native music. I think you mean indigenous music. Oh, very good, sir, I suppose. Uh, ten indigenous artists and groups were nominated for Junos this year. A tribe called Red, Tanya Tagak, who was not only the first indigenous person, but first person of color ever to win the Polaris Prize for music. So, Well, it was hers to win. She's a star. She's from the north. <laughs> oh. Bit of an unfair advantage, to be honest. I don't follow. What do you mean? What? Polaris? It's the astronomical name for the North Star. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you knew that. Well, I've done my fair share of sailing. Okay. If you're lost at sea, you just follow the North Star. That way you don't fall off the edge. Ah, there it is. There's the ignorance. Okay. We need drama. Where's the scandal? 
I suppose well, Miss Tagak tweeted a picture of her baby next to a dead seal, and it got death threats from anti-sealing groups. It sparked an online movement in support of her with the hashtag #SealFee. Huh. Hmm? Well, so. What about that uh, Justin Bieber? He's always doing something stupid. Justin Bieber? Who cares? Well, I was just going with indigenous stories. Well, he does have a tattoo of an Indian chief on him. Uh, Doesn't count. What well. else? What else you got? Okay, well, Alberta has made education on residential schools mandatory in their school curriculum. They're going to take students and force them to learn about something that didn't happen to them. And if they refuse to be forced to learn about it, they'll be punished. Yes. Well, that doesn't seem right. Canadian students shouldn't be forced to learn anything. I wasn't forced to learn anything, and look at me now. Yeah, look at you now. Forcing um, students to learn. What happened to this country? What next? Free healthcare? <laughs> yeah, free healthcare. We're kind of famous for free healthcare. Yeah, well, maybe for the Indians. They get everything for free. Well, no, all Canadians get free healthcare. It's part of the money that we pay in taxes. Uh-huh, but they don't pay taxes. Well, that's only if they live and work on a reserve. Native people get all the breaks. Okay, sir, that is not, no. Hey, seal fee. I just got that. It's like selfie, but with a seal. <laughs> just got that? Okay, sir, these stories are as important, and we owe it to Canada to bring at least one of these stories to light. Gotcha. All right, so uh, sit here, and uh, here we go. Five, four, three. Good evening. I'm Peter Pritchard, and this is the Canadian National News. Tonight's top story... Circle the wagons, Justin Bieber is an indigenous and has the tattoos to prove it. Woo! Oh God, no, sir, no, no. Ah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. That man. was Yikes. What'd I tell salty. you? That was, that was salty. <laughs> That's a great word for it. Well, thanks so much. That was Greg no, Sketch. Thank you so much for bringing that in. Oh, no that was amazing. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. Oh, super fun. Now, uh, this is the part where we get to do our segment that's brought to us by the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival, torontosketchfest.com. Check it out, March 1st to 11th, like mm-hmm. I said before. It's happening right now, actually, as this podcast <laughs> is being released. It is. It's going to be awesome, guys. This is our segment, Canadian Trivia. Canadian Trivia. Trivia. Yeah. We've See done how this much you know. once before for our before. sweet listeners who know the Toronto Make Me Laughs. We yeah. did it with them. <laughs> but some of these questions didn't make it uh, into that episode. So here we go. Question number one. Just to preface, I also yeah? don't know. So I'm you don't know. Yeah, it's you two well. that are doing this yeah, together, okay. well, gonna be I doing. feel like I should be good at this. I'm yeah. Canadian. I feel yeah. like I, I thought that last time. Oh uh, no! I went yeah, I went deep okay. into Canada to get yeah, these I questions. Love these. I love uh, these. I've been deep into Canada. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> not no, what you okay, think okay, at all. Okay, so. Do you remember this question, Morgan, from last time? In a poll done by Maple Leaf Foods in 2010, 43 percent of Canadians said they would rather have what over sex? Do you remember this, Morgan? Oh no! Oh yes, I do. I do remember this. Uh, so I won't answer. Oh, uh, beer. Ooh, Not a bad. It's close. Oh. I, I think I remember this one, so I'm going to say bacon. It's bacon. Oh, yes. yes. Well, bacon-flavored beer. So That's true. What? I guess what? Yeah, of course there is. I don't know there's that. There's Microbreweries, man. Yeah, they're doing Open it. your horizons. So when you have, is it just like drinking <laughs> bacon grease then, basically? <laughs> it's the idea. It doesn't leave that much of a film, but but yes. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if bacon as a liquid's okay for me. Liquefied mm. bacon? I don't know if I want to say bacon. Bacon? bacon. I don't know. <laughs> bacon. Bacon. Oh, you're bacon. Call it in Quebec. That Mark's Belgian side yeah. coming in. <laughs> um, I had bacon, uh, like a Sunday that had bacon chunks. I was going to say, it, like right? bacon ice cream. Yeah, bacon I mean, I just cream? did a show at a bacon themed restaurant. Right. Actually. You didn't drink yeah, any of the beer? <laughs> yeah, the beer just, I just grinded up bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
there you go then. Well, then you're basically right. Okay, good. Essentially, I like that. Forty-three percent, by the way, sounds pretty high. Forty-three percent would rather have bacon. Sounds like forty-three percent of Canada is having bad sex. Yeah, that's yeah, what it that's sounds true. like. And, yeah. And fifty-seven percent of Canadians would like to have sex with bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's yeah, nineteen percent have sex. Yeah, they're all going. What are you talking about? I just have sex with the bacon. <laughs> yeah. These fucking podcasts, I'm stopped listening to this one. <laughs> All right, here's another question. What is the coldest recorded temperature in Canada? Ever. In the history of Canada. It's easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, easy. That's easy. My ex-wife. Minus is that what you're 52. Okay, minus that's... 52? Oh, I, I think it's going to be colder. I have a feeling it's going to be like minus 57. Answer is minus 63. Wow. In 1947. Jesus. Where? My ex-wife. No, I, I, <laughs> uh, I think it's in the Yukon. I didn't look too hard into that stat. Sorry, guys. That's you got to have follow-up information. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I really everyone's going to say, where yeah, was that? Yeah, Alert yeah. Bay. I'm sure. Oh, no, yeah. It's probably uh, up there. That place yeah. is nuts. It's probably yeah. up there. Probably. Yeah. yeah probably. And you're probably. from Ottawa, too. Is that, that's it the, it's gets goddamn cold The there. second coldest capital in the world or something. Yeah. Is Ottawa, it, I think. Uh, at... at New Year's Eve this year was like minus 32. Uh, yeah. What's colder? Helsinki? My ex-wife. I don't know. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Is that go. joke okay. never going to get yeah, old? Yeah, never gets old. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Here's another question. Okay. All right. In Churchill, Manitoba. You ever been up there? Uh, no. Hopefully not. Uh, it, Brandon, that's about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wheat King. This one's further up, I think. Yeah. Uh, why is it a custom to leave your car doors unlocked? You're going to love this one. Oh. <laughs> this is a very Morgan question. Sorry, is why like is it a ex-wife's, custom? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, you're, it's like, you're supposed to leave your car door it's unlocked? Okay. Yeah. Um, is it because like uh, if you're, if you're like people have to carry like an extra coat and if your coat rips off, you can go into someone's car and take their coat? What? No. <laughs> I don't know. Why would their That's... coat be in the car? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, you're making you're, it, you're, there's a lot of assumptions. Just making the... things up. I don't know. Maybe your, right, your, your coat bad. gets wet. And you're like, I have no coat. Oh, but this is, unlocked car will have one because we'll have that's part of the it? law. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> now, not bad. Is it a wintertime question or is it at any time of the year? Oh, that's a good it question. It sounds like it'll be more popular in the winter. Right. Okay. okay, so so people can get protected from dying in the cold. Oh. Wind. Oh, I feel like that's probably it. Yeah, okay. So maybe so people can... Oh, God. Oh, this sounds good. Sounds I can't like wait for you to People can this. take a break from the cold, I guess. I, I think that... that, that would make a lot of sense uh, if it's a winter. It's a summer thing. That's weird, but the answer is in Churchill, Manitoba. It's a custom to leave your car doors unlocked because, or so that people can escape polar bears. <laughs> that oh yeah. my God. <laughs> that's yeah. a big thing in Churchill. I guess. I, guess. Uh, yeah, people, I mean, I know. Uh, I remember watching Popular Mechanics for Kids when I was younger. Right. There was that polar bear oh, episode. Yeah, I think yeah. there was Alicia a town Cuthbert, like that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would, when, uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Classic a show. Lot of testosterone in the uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that was like that Tim Allen yeah. yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Morgan, you excited for the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival this year? Oh, it's going to be great. I'm going to see it all. I've got it all on my phone here. Bruce McCulloch. Yeah. Rap Battles 100. Definitely. Women Fully Clothed. Jackpot. Prune Vision 9000. Uh, the Blinded Quartet. I don't think. Constipated Monkey Squad. I hope that's Sexy not. Rex. Well, that's a true. Him and Herpes. Okay, whoa, 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 Morgan. Most of these things you're listing aren't actually troops in the festival. Oh, <laughs> you're right. This is my grocery list. Oh, what? The Toronto Sketch Fest, March 1st to 11th. Details at torontosketchfest.com. This is Toronto's Comedy Festival. 
That's our segment. Brought to you by Sprinkles Cash Fest, March yeah, 1st yeah. to 11th. And uh, that was our podcast. You have that, fun, man? Man, it was great. I had a great time. Yeah, Thanks so much for coming. Oh, up. no, it was, uh, it was awesome. What uh, you got to... coming up? Uh, this episode comes out March 6th. Uh, yes, Fest. March 6th. My, I'm in a play that opens today um, called The Drawer Boy at Theater Pass Marai. It's a Canadian classic. It's the most, well, maybe until The Drowsy Chaperone came along, but it's the most produced uh, Canadian play in in history. Cool. And it was created at Theater Pass Marai, and it's their 50th anniversary, so this is their first remount, or second remount. Anyway, it's a remount <laughs> of it, and it's the, it was their biggest show ever, so uh, it's their 50th anniversary, so they're kicking off the season with this show. Oh, that's going to be right wicked. On. It's cool. Where, where can people like go to a website? I guess they're yeah, passmarai.ca, uh, I think. Yeah. It's either ca or .com. Go to both. Uh, right after you go to NeverSleepNetwork.com. <laughs> oh, yeah, beauty. <laughs> uh, see what I did there? See what I did? Sweet. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it runs to the 25th of March, and there might be an extension to the 1st of April. No joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on ticket sales. So Working. buy tickets. So yeah, buy tickets. Extend us. I want that extra check. He needs that extra cash. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's a great play. I'm having a great time. Andrew Moody is in it, and uh, Graham Conway. We're both fantastic actors, so I'm excited about it. All right, man. Cool, right now. Well, uh, that's it for us. Yeah. Well, we're too. Yeah, we got uh, uh, the Toronto Sketch Fest. We have one show tomorrow, I guess, March 7th. Yeah. And then another show, which is the Best Friends Podcast Live. That's right. Uh, that's 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. at the Theater, Theater Center. Center. Yeah, Franco Bonnie, Jeez, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm having a stroke. Uh, right, uh, also, we have a, a cool, like, how to put together sketch comedy podcast seminar on March 10th, a Saturday at 4.30. So, come on down for that. And yeah, check us out here at Never Sleeps Network every single Tuesday. Thanks so much to our sponsors. Toronto Sketch Fest and Humber School of Comedy. Mm-hmm. We're going to close this episode, in fact, with a clip uh, from the Winnipeg Comedy Festival that you brought yeah. in, man. Yeah, this is great. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Uh, it was hosted by Graham Green, and uh, it's from a few years ago. It's a, a native wrestler. <laughs> Perfect. All right. be great, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. 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 I come from up north, eh? I'm what you call uh, Inuit. Or uh, Eskimo, I guess you could say. But uh, you're not supposed to say Eskimo no more, eh? Because it means a raw fish eater. And, uh, yeah, well, I don't know why you can't say it no more, but that's why, anyway. (laughs) But I knew when I was, uh, I knew when I was nine years old that I wanted to leave the North, eh? And become an actor. I was watching my hero, Pat John, on TV. You know Pat John, eh? Yeah, he played uh, Jesse on the Beachcombers. It was the episode, Relic was giving Nick and Jesse a hard time, eh? (laughs) Crazy Relic. Anyway, so... (laughs) Anyways, Jesse, eh? He goes running to the back of the Persephone and he's all like, Hey! That's our log, eh, Relic? (laughs) And that was it, you know? (laughs) The defining moment for the rest of my life, eh? I guess it was the passion in Jesse's voice that did it, you know? So, but uh, my brother, my brother, he was pretty pissed off that I left, eh? And I remember this one time, I go back home to visit, eh? Meets me at the door and he's all like, Hey, pretty boy. Bet you think you're better than the rest of us now, eh? Bet you don't even eat no whale blubber no more. When was the last time you got a moose, eh, or, or skinned a caribou? And I was like, okay, guy, relax, you know? It was true, too. I didn't do it in a long time, eh? Actually, I never even did it when I was there, right? Eh? Yeah. 
Her dad owned a gas station, eh? So... Loblaws did all our hunting. <laughs> First thing you gotta do to become an actor, eh, is get an agent. First thing he says to me is, uh, Booby, we gotta change your image a little bit, eh? Inuit, it's not a big demographic to play to. And I'd really like to open you up to the American market, eh? So I wanna tell people you're a Mexican. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that didn't work out too good, eh, Pac-Man? So then we just told people I was a regular Indian, eh? And that was pretty hot at the time too, eh? Because it dances with wolves and stuff. But uh, there's only so many times you can be on North of 60, eh? And, uh, and that guy, Graham Green, he gets all the good roles, that freaking guy. You know, I couldn't even get an audition for that Dudley, Dudley the Dragon show, eh? But there he is. I'm Krabby the Tree. Nah. It's not that I don't think he isn't any good, eh? He's really good. It's just a little frustrating, you know? Because I know that I could blow myself up just as good as him on that red-green show, eh? It's gotta be nepotism, eh? Red-green, Graham-green. Except the only irony being to me that that red-green guy don't look too red to me, eh? Anyways, this one time, eh, I was walking down the street, you know, just walking regular, and this guy... This guy, he comes up to me, eh, and he's all like, Hey, buddy, you ever think about being in movies? And I'm like, yeah, bro. I mean, that's the whole reason I moved to the big smoke, eh? So right away, I shoot two movies for him, eh? They weren't the best kind of movies, kind of low budget, straight to video, what you call them, uh, porno movies? Yeah, they were called, uh, Lust of the Mohicans and Attack of the Navajos. Yeah, but uh, I started to feel unfulfilled, eh? Artistically, I mean, you know? Yeah, like, for example, they give you a name in pornos, eh? Mine was Thunder Bang. Could have been Thunder Clap there that one time, but... But an event would occur while I was shooting the turd in the trilogy, eh? Indian, give her! <laughs> an, event, an event would occur to, to change my life forever, eh? I was performing my finishing move, eh? What they call the money shot in the biz? Mine was called the tomahawk chop. Yeah. It's pretty good. Anyways, so I was, I was doing it this one time, eh, and I broke this girl's nose. <laughs> Felt really bad, eh? Mostly, mostly because I got fired, but... But, uh... I went back to see my agent this one time after that, eh? And he's all like, hey, Booby, where you been, man? I'm like, bro, I've been around. He's like, I got a call from the wrestling... World Wrestling Entertainment, eh? They're looking for a new uh, generic person of Aboriginal descent. I thought of you right away, man. What do you think? And I'm like, yeah, bro. I mean, I think so, you know? I mean, I've been wrestling all my life, eh? With my older brother and my inner demons and stuff. 
That's where I am today, eh? It's pretty good, you know? I get to open up uh, them tins of wampanoags on people, and I get to lay smacks down on them jabronis, and uh, I get to do a lot of acting, eh? Just like Pat John, eh? Like, uh, I'm a bad guy right now, right? So I get to yell at people all the time, eh? Stuff like, uh, hey, pale face, you better circle on wagons, eh? Because I'll come and scalp you, man, and steal your women in the night. <laughs> Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. You got Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, hey, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mmm. Mm.